15 seconds remain. Hunwick has it. Forward to Tambellini. Tambellini, he'll shoot. Save there, and the rebound comes to Hunwick. Six seconds remain. Tambellini shoots and scores. It comes around to Jeff Tambellini at the near side circle with 5.3 seconds remaining. Tambellini gives the Wolverines a 6-5 lead. Sassafras Root Mayhem. This is the Sexual Pantalones, and you're listening to WCBM FM Ann Arbor. In a time when we may feel um, disempowered and living in a world of fear where the powerful people seem to have gone mad, I mean, it's really <laughs> encouraging to hear. Um, this type of power. I mean, this is the real power, the spiritual power, and this is the power that can really change things on the planet and change things within ourselves, change things within our environment. And the people with weapons can't stand up to this. No, they can't stand up to the rain. They can't stand up to this guitar. (laughs) (laughs) It's my weapon. And you're wielding it quite deftly. Are you looking for solutions? I'm Charmy Golson. Join me and Ollie Transboy Bratton for some Renegade Solutions every Thursday at 6 p.m. live right here at WCBN 88.3 FM, Radio Free Ann Arbor. Well, uh, Radio Free Ann Arbor indeed. Welcome to another edition of Gray Matters the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And Jim Dwyer, I think, will probably be here any second. Uh, Parking might be difficult tonight. I noticed there seems to be a lot of traffic out there. Be careful. Uh, Freezing rain is allegedly on the way. In any event, uh, obviously the New Hampshire primary is behind us, and as as predicted, uh, Huntsman uh, wasn't going to survive, and he is... uh, Withdrawn from the race, I always argued that he was running for the 2016 election anyway. Got some exposure. Made a kind of an interesting parting comment about the campaign that, of course, has uh, gotten feisty lately. And obviously, if uh, Romney wins South Carolina uh, this weekend, as they say in sports, uh, you can start up the bus because... Uh, <laughs> It's over. Uh, If he can win South Carolina, he can win anywhere. And obviously the race will be close, but uh, I would imagine that Rick Perry uh, will not survive. And it's interesting that Big Fig, that irresistible candidate Newt Gingrich, is laying on that roller derby track, uh, this time run over by John Huntsman. Or you can just call him the fourth place finisher. He doesn't even win bronze anywhere. Uh, I suspect that he'll at least place in South Carolina, uh, perhaps with Ron Paul actually uh, finishing fourth. But uh, Ron Paul has enough money to continue on, and his only remote chance of getting the nomination is to turn it into a two-man race and hope that Mitt Romney is so damaged uh, that he can't possibly win. As for Rick Santorum, um, not too well in New Hampshire. I said keep an eye on who finishes fifth. It was him. Keep an eye on who finished fifth in Iowa. It was Perry. 
that says it all right there. And, uh, uh, I, you know, Santorum did get the, uh, an endorsement from a kind of uh, zany a collection of religious leaders. Um, and I think he kind of won that endorsement based on a process of elimination, not, uh, not an enthusiastic endorsement. But I continue to argue that anybody who is uh, running on the gay marriage issue and the abortion issue uh, isn't going to go very far because those are really peripheral issues. Um, and uh, the, the abortion issue did hurt Romney. And if there's ever an example of uh, class warfare going on in this country, it is the abortion issue. Uh, Republicans all around the country are attacking women, uh, particularly young pregnant women, uh, with uh, very onerous abortion laws that... Uh, are essentially regulation, and uh, they're not being called out on it sufficiently. Uh, these abortion wars are damaging state budgets around the uh, planet, and even if you outlaw Roe versus Wade, as some of the Republican candidates advocate, uh, that would turn into a two-tier abortion policy in the United States. Well-to-do women, upper-middle-class women, and even middle-class women will simply go to Canada or Europe to get abortions much as in the country of Ireland over the past uh, several decades, uh, pregnant Irish young women have just simply gone to England. Because uh, what we need to uh, do with abortion is make sure that it's a safe procedure, not illegal. And I think it would behoove the Republican candidates that talk so mightily and often about big government uh, to read the Roe versus Wade decision understand the reasoning behind uh, Blackman's decision. Remember that that was a predominantly Republican-appointed ap court, and Roe v. Wade passed 7-2. to two. The fundamental argument that Blackman made, citing dozens of constitutional amendments as well as case law, was that uh, American citizens have a fundamental right to privacy. End of story. It was based on the Griswold decision, based on the marriage decisions, the misogynist, uh, anti-misogenation laws that uh, permeated throughout the South. Uh, this is history, um, and uh, the Republicans are trying to turn history back uh, with very zany policies, both on economics and all of this warmongering that going on in the debates regarding Iran is uh, not only dangerous, but damaging uh, the American economy. Or maybe it's just another, you know, cheap uh, exploitation of what is an easy trope. Yeah. You know, here's the straw man. Everybody hates Iran. It's easy to hate Iran. Look at who their lunatic president is. Look at the, you know, troubled history that our countries have uh, together. With not too critically, of course, because if you critically examine the relationship historically between the United States and Iran, then of course there are complications yeah uh our involvement in the overthrow of the popularly elected mossadegh in 1953 etc cetera, etc cetera. listeners are probably well aware of that but maybe this is just more republican grandstanding on something that's easy to talk about easy to score points with what's shocking to me is since you point out accurately that the supreme court that decided roe v wade was predominantly republican um is that the so-called uh uh, moderate Republican, that you know, late great subspecies of mm -hmm. the Republican Party, 
uh, so willingly surrendered to the uh, rhetorical grandstanding of the religious right and basically gave them that issue. Uh, Betty Ford, for example, was an outspoken advocate for a woman's right to choose. Indeed. Happy to be a Republican, uh, but this was something that uh, she felt very strongly about, and there are lots of Republicans who probably do uh, feel that a woman has a right to choose and who see ideologically that that is the more representative of their party's outlook uh, to have a government hands-off approach to personal liberties and so forth. Uh, it was the religious right that was allowed to whip this into an issue um, that seems counter to the the true uh, Republican agenda. And a palpable example of, of uh, this onerous uh, abortion policy j reared its ugly head just last week with the sonogram uh, issue in Texas, mm. requiring um, pregnant women to pay for sonograms. Uh, there's even been a very, very strange but disturbing chipping away of the right to an abortion regarding insurance policies. Private policies are right. being undermined uh, with state legislation around the country. And I find it very troubling because it's not uh, going to solve any of America's problems. Um, uh, Tony Perkins, who was part of the... Uh, the uh, I guess the apparatchiks that endorsed uh, um, uh, Rick Santorum uh, sanctimoniously claimed that it was because he had a strong record on right to life issues. But uh, Santorum, of course, uh, is not terribly right to life when he votes to go to war. <laughs> they don't care that's, too that's much about another one that they yeah. never really think through, and they're always uh, pro death penalty too. And it's a slogan. And the sonogram, of course, is an expensive uh, requirement to impose on pregnant women. And for really not even a necessary one. No. Uh, in, unless there are medical reasons sure. or symptoms that the, the mother is experiencing or uh, the medical professional, the yeah. doctor, uh, determines that it becomes necessary. Most people do them surely as a novelty because they want to know the gender of the child so they can plan the room. Yeah. Uh, quite frankly, uh, that's pretty much why my sisters all did it. Uh, my wife and I chose to be surprised. Ah, uh, okay. There were no medical reasons for it, so we didn't bother. Right. And, and but to force this on people. Yeah. Is, Require it. Yeah, that's, that's uh, outrageous. insane. And, uh, of course, Perry, um, governor of Texas, uh, and I'm sure that that will be his continuing job because I don't see him uh, with much of a future in this uh, campaign. He's just simply a man that's made too many mistakes. He lurched into Social Security right off the bat, which was a big mistake tactically, and then he fumbled uh, attacks on Romney that he tried, in which he tried to memorize talking points that he couldn't memorize, didn't memorize. Um, it kind of reminds me of the uh, famous Reagan uh, joke that he told in the 84 debate after he got clobbered uh, by Mondale in the first debate, and he went down 10 points in the poll. They gave him a joke to memorize, and he memorized it, and he delivered the line well about not taking advantage of Mondale's age and inexperience. Um, and Perry, of course, tried to memorize these lines and failed. Uh, of course, he failed to remember the three branches of the government that he wanted to eliminate, which... Uh, I mean, those are sound bites that uh, show that he's got tight boots and uh, a loose cowboy hat. <laughs>
Well, and when the uh, sort of cover story for it was, oh, uh, his aides think he's exhausted and needs more sleep. Uh, well, the actual job of being president, one would imagine, is a little bit more stressful than the prospect of running to become president. Indeed. And, of course, Romney has uh, made some mistakes himself. But what Romney's done successfully, in my opinion, uh, is he's told a, uh, 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 a narrative, sticks to it. Mm -hmm. He doesn't make mistakes. It's like the football games yesterday, this, this past weekend in the NFC. The Saints and the Packers are probably better teams than the, their opponents, but they lost those games because of turnovers. You're just not going to win a game when you turn the ball over five times or four times in the case of the Packers. It's that simple. Romney is running the ball, playing defense. And these other guys are throwing Hail Mary passes. And Hail Mary passes work occasionally. They're spectacular when they do, but... Uh, Indeed, one worked they, yesterday. They often do not. But uh, Newt and Perry have been throwing Hail Marys, and they're all over the map. They're going nowhere. Ron Paul, of course, sticks to his narrative. And, of course, it's uh, lunacy in its own right, uh, except for the uh, 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 issues regarding uh, the war, which I agree with, with Perry, uh, with uh, Ron Paul on. But uh, Big Fig, um, who looks like he's going to at least get a Metal in this South Carolina primary, <laughs> one that he will surely paste on his lapel, uh, is going nowhere. And uh, it will be very interesting. Y you know, the, the, the withdrawal of Huntsman regarding this uh, sudden attack on vulture capitalism. Well, this is very interesting because this is a genuine issue that uh, will haunt Mitch Romney. Mitt Romney, I called him Mitch there. Uh, and, and it, it, you know, the, the history, it's, it's a legitimate issue. This is part of, Ro of Romney's narrative. And it, it, uh, let's see, he served as head of Bain Capital from 1984 to 1999. And Americans need to understand what these venture capitalist firms are doing. This, this, uh, borrowing money from people to make, uh, hostile takeovers to lay people off, cut costs, pay themselves enormous fees and enormous rates of return on capital, so to speak. Uh, some of these companies have ended up in bankruptcy, and many people have been laid off. This this idea that they create jobs is not uh, really true. This is more... Well, that's only half of the picture. They yeah. also eliminate and destroy jobs. Exactly. That's it's, what the Chamber of Commerce won't tell you. It's Joseph Schumpter's famous uh, creative destruction of capitalism. Yeah. Austrian uh, critic. Uh, as for the Republican Party, um, I, you know, they're all over the map uh, destroying themselves in these primaries. Uh, by the way, I highly recommend an article in the, uh, oh, let me find this. It's the New York Review of Books, the January 12th edition, an outstanding uh, article about um, Republicans for Revolution. It's the title of it. And I think that this uh, article by Mark Lilia does an outstanding job of uh, underscoring what this election is really, at the end of the day, going to be about and where we're at in the big picture, that the Republican argument is fundamentally uh, reactionary, not conservative, and that uh, what they really want to do is um, return to, a, to an era that... Uh, is long gone, long past. It's, it never it, really was what they think it was. Yeah, 
It's as if we're not in the 21st century. Right. They have this myth, you know, mythologized view of the 1950s, for instance. Rick Santorum talks about it regarding family values. Well, why are his family values any different than Barack Obama's? I, I don't think they are. That's not a real issue. That's a fake issue. And this article is... It goes into the classic uh, dispute between conservatives and liberals dating back to the French Revolution, citing Edmund Burke. Uh, he's reviewing a book, by the way, uh, entitled The Reactionary Mind, Conservatism from Edmund Burke to Sarah Palin. Uh, Edmund Burke's turning over in his grave there. <laughs> with that comparison, although Being I Being associated with, with, with uh, Sarah Palin. Yeah, he at least was an intellectual, yeah. legitimately. Uh, I, I think he writes like a eunuch, Yeah, is my critique of Edmund Burke's uh, ideology. But uh, Interestingly, he, an <laughs> opponent, by the way, of the Revolutionary War from the British perspective. But uh, Yes. Um, he, of course, wrote a critique of the French Revolution. Right. And uh, he is often cited as one of the godfathers of conservatism. Uh, yep. But I think that this uh, key word here is reactionaryism. Yep. Uh, I don't know that Mitt Romney is a reactionary, but I think that the others are and have been. And Well, Mitt Romney sure spoke like a John Bircher uh, in the previous uh, Republican uh, convention yeah. uh, that led to the... Uh, Brilliant uh, and damaged from the get-go McCain-Palin ticket. Uh, it was a red meat speech. Sure. Mm -hmm. Why don't we attack North Korea now sort of a thing. Uh, that was, you know, uh, a performance piece is pretty much how I read it. He's playing to this crowd. Yeah. And, uh, you know, red meat in the sense of, you know, give it to them raw and just how they want to hear it. You know, yeah, the, the old Republican tropes of... USA, USA, nobody can stop us, we can pay for it. Yeah. Don't think about it. And highly troubling when Rick Perry, for instance, attacked Barack Obama, the Obama administration over the weekend regarding the urination on the corpses. Mm. That, I mean, there is no defense for what they did. These, these soldiers knew what they were doing. I don't buy the stress thing. This is jejun behavior that uh, the military has been engaged in. The United States cannot look honestly at these problems that we have uh, with our military in any meaningful way, whether it's from budget perspectives or uh, even outrageous things like, for instance, uh, when the, uh, the texting, sexting scandal was going on involving uh, the uh, appropriately named Anthony Weiner, um, who we... Called Remem weird. Remember those lazy, crazy days? Yes, those crazy, <laughs> lazy days. Amidst that scandal, there was actually, there were hearings going on in Congress regarding rape in the military. Right. One third of women reporting this as happening. This is troubling. These are U.S. service women. Yes. Being raped. Right. No outrage from any uh, GOP regarding that scandal. Oh, no. Family values. Hmm. Um, the uh, urination on corpses is indefensible, regardless of who it's perpetrated by. Uh, the, of course, the Obama administration has to come down hard on that. Um, that undermines all military serving serving around the globe, and it's, I, you know, I I I think that there's a little bit of hypocrisy in saying that the you know that this uh, peeing on them was worse than all the killing. Yeah, or. <laughs> Let's face it, suicide bombers uh, urinate on corpses. 
as well as their own corpse. Sure. So, um, but the, the, this was jejune behavior, uh, juvenile behavior, inappropriate behavior, possibly illegal. And these guys should be court-martialed, period. End of story. And when we continue to have uh, these, these phony arguments being made about all sorts of things, it's incredible to me that 60% of Americans and Poles want to keep Guantanamo open. No, that, that, that needs to be closed as ASAP. Um, and, you know, and it's an example of the, the inability of Washington to get things done. You know, this was one of Barack Obama's first executive yep. orders. Congress won't appropriate the money to close the blasted thing. So what is it? It's an incredible stain on America's reputation. It's disgraceful. And uh, when Rick Perry... And the Republicans do so simply to frustrate and obstruct. Yeah. And if he thinks he's going to score political points with this uh, uh, attack on, on, the, on, on this particular issue, I think he's highly mistaken. Because I think even the majority of... The Republicans know that what those uh, those men did was wrong. Uh, you know, I heard some brief calling stuff about stress and post-traumatic stress syndrome and all these problems that soldiers have. And those are indeed issues that need to be addressed substantively. Uh, you know, the 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 uh, <laughs> Douglas MacArthur, incredibly enough, I read this in a book over the weekend, said that military occupations are failures. Douglas MacArthur. Mm. Imagine. Stalwart of conservatism. Imagine uh, Douglas MacArthur. He would be turning over in his grave. So uh, this, th th this, uh, this essay, by the way, this is only about three or four pages. It's got some just amazing analysis about the history of conservatism throughout uh, history uh, re regarding this book that he's uh, reviewing uh, by Corey Rubin which I haven't read yet, but it sounds uh, uh, right up my alley uh, regarding uh, the big picture. And the big picture, uh, it's interesting, he writes, conservatives loyal to Burke are not hostile to change, only to doctrines and principles that do violence to pre-existing opinions and institutions and open the door to de despotism. Classic liberals like John Stuart Mill, in contrast to conservatives, give individuals priority over society. He's talking here about the idea of society versus the idea of the individual. And uh, our terminology, our political terminology, because we hear this repeated assertion mm. by people running for president. I'm a conservative. Oh, really? What do you want to conserve? Right. What, no, what are you actually trying to overthrow? Ron Paul, for instance, he wants to uh, save a trillion dollars by closing five government agencies and cabinet departments. Ron Paul needs to look at these numbers. Does he really propose getting rid of the education department? How would students uh, finance college, uh, um, going to college? Are, are we really going to cut $75 billion from uh, aid that the federal government gives to school, uh, elementary and high schools around the country? It doesn't sound like a terribly good idea to me. Uh, because America's jobs problem, if you look at the actual numbers, is an education problem. Indeed. That, that's where the high unemployment numbers are. They're with people who 
dropped out of high school, have not continued beyond high school to get additional training, perhaps, in uh, relevant areas. It was just an article last week on the opinion page of the Financial Times by a high-ranking member of the Carlyle Group, a private investment firm yeah. with very well-connected and high-pedigreed. A superior vulture capitalism firm. Indeed they are, but they have some sort of sense for reality, unlike many of the so-called conservative uh, politicians. And this particular piece was crying out for more f spending for education. Mm -hmm. And that the, it was specifically addressed towards Republicans and Republican candidates that uh, America's jobs futures problem is exactly, as you just said, an education problem. And Rick Perry, for the record, is presiding over $2 billion of cuts in the state of Texas while they have a rising population. This is the, the kind of yep. uh, myopia uh, on a rising dropout uh, yeah. problem, and, too, high school dropouts. Know, Perry's boots are too tight and his hat is too loose. Um, but luckily, uh, I don't think we're going to have to worry about him at the roller derby much longer. No, although I do have to say, I think I like the name of his related super PAC better. Oh, uh, yeah. The names of super PACs, of course, super PACs not allowed to have any official connection to the campaign. Newt's group or the group that supports Newt, to legally put it, uh, is called Winning Our Future. Uh, the Romney-allied Restore Our Future uh, outspends them all so far. Uh, but Perry's super PAC affiliation is with an organization called Make Us Great Again. It's a sort of a desperation. I'm sure. already on my knees. You know, I'm reaching up. Make us great again. It ain't gonna happen. Yeah, and 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 the, yeah, the names. Nice of, name, nice name. Yeah, the names of the super PACs themselves are 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 are. Th th this article that I'm quoting, uh, Republicans for Revolution, Mark Lilia, are perfect. I believe the name of Romney's super PAC is called Restore. Restore our future. Yeah, yes. restore our future. And of course, the slogans that they're implicitly always arguing for is restore our country, protect the future. Um, you know, it's it's. As, and, and and take America back. And I'm, I, I'm, Didn't we already spend all the money for a future on ill-advised military campaigns over the last 60 years? Yeah, and that's why we're broke. <laughs> right. And th these Tea Party people and uh, Republicans have been nowhere to be found on any of this. It's amazing how the ghost of Ronald Reagan keeps coming up in this campaign mm. because everybody is uh, trying to claim the legacy of Ronald Reagan. But once... The historians start uh, telling the actual tale. They discover that Ronald Reagan increased the debt ceiling 18 times. They discover that he increased taxes on several occasions to deal with the deficit problem, as well as the Social Security problem. Yep. Um, they realize that he actually compromised occasionally and would talk to Tip O'Neill to, quote, get things done. Um, the other thing that annoys the heck out of me regarding this take our country back, uh, Barack Obama, uh, you know, for the record, he got 69 million votes, roughly. Um, he got 10 million more votes than his opponents in the last election. This idea, you know, they chipped away during his first year as president regarding the birth certificate rubbish that eventually 30% of the country believed that he was either a Muslim or not born in America, despite all the evidence to the contrary. Um, 
and it, 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 this, is, this is the game they're playing. And this, this restoration, uh, which is a period of English literature, I might add. And Indeed. As well as a replacing of uh, the monarchy with... Charles II. Charles II. Uh, a very different man than his father was. Uh, very influenced, by the way, by the French. Uh, <laughs> is, is, is what this is really all about. Uh, the big picture. So I highly recommend this article. I'm going to refer to it from time to time because I think it's got some outstanding observations regarding the uh, current state of affairs. Uh, they even He even goes into the uh, n uh, noting that the uh, uh, apocalyptic language of the Republican crop of candidates is uh, strange, uh, to say the least, but it uh, definitely refers to uh, uh, this, this principal idea in which they're trying to stop the revolution. They're trying to and Karl Marx writes about this, by the way, in the critique of, uh, in his interesting criticism regarding the uh, Revolution of 1848, mm. uh, which <laughs> took place around Europe. But uh, it's the restoration of the monarchy, the law and order, you know, the slogans that have been used repeatedly by the GOP uh, over the past 50 years uh, fit quite nicely into this uh, paradigm that... Uh, uh, this writer, Corey Rubin, talks about in the book and that uh, Mark Lilia illustrates so well in this uh, New York Review of Books article. So, uh, highly recommended. And by the way, if you need a reference for uh, Mitt Romney and the uh, Bain Capital uh, business, uh, you can go back to the 13th of November edition of the New York Times. Front page story about that. Also, an interesting article about why... Uh, Obama uh, stuck with uh, Tim Geithner as Treasury Secretary, but it goes into the uh, gory details of how these private equity firms actually operate, and this issue is not going to be easily buried by Mitt Romney, uh, as much as Newt Gingrich and Rick Perry are trying to uh, bring it up in the, uh, and certainly will bring it up tonight, I think, in the uh, South Carolina debate. Can't wait. Well, even should Romney prevail, uh, this will still be there. And I think the more Americans find out about it, the more perplexed and perhaps upset they will be. <clears throat> this uh, corporate entity uh, as chief executive. Uh, one small bit of good news here. Uh, biofuel production declines for the first time in a decade. As we've talked about uh, on a number of occasions down here, this is the wrong approach to resolve America's longstanding uh, energy issues. Um, this is a decline in production. Um, of course, this will stretch uh, fuel supplies, uh, more gasoline uh, you need if there's less biofuel. So that will affect uh, gas prices, perhaps. But it is worth noting that uh, in the U.S., the ethanol industry consumes 40 percent of the country's crop of corn uh, to make fuel. Uh, this is a, an incredibly inefficient yeah. way to make fuel. Uh, the water necessary to sustain uh, corn, it's a particularly thirsty crop, Beef production itself is hugely uh, product, uh, destructive in water supplies because of the water that the cattle have to drink and the incredible amount of water that the corn uh, will necessitate. Uh, growing corn to turn it into fuel for vehicles is 
penny-wise and pound-foolish. Yeah, and indeed, when uh, this idea of massive subsidies, this subsidy, by the way, recently expired. Indeed, that's part of the reason that yeah. the production has declined as well. Occasionally, yep. go 